Welcome back to For the Love of E Street. I am Donna, along with my fabulous co-host and BFF, (laughs) Randy. Hello. And we are coming to you straight from the swamps of Jersey. And today we are talking to (laughs) superfan Bud McLaughlin. Bud, welcome to the show. Thank you, Donna, very much. Appreciate it. Hey, Randy. Hey, Bud. How you doing? I'm doing okay. All right. Well, let's dive right into the question. So, Bud, tell us, where are you from? I'm originally from Jersey. Um, truthfully, exit 1A of the turnpike. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, but, for, but for the last several decades, I lived in Huntsville, Alabama. Okay. okay. Wow. Okay. So, how and when did you become a Bruce yeah. fan? Um, it was a dark and stormy night. And, uh, <laughs> I've heard stories that start like that before. It was a hot August night, seriously, in 1974. Um, my best friend in high school, we graduated high school in 73. My best friend in high school went to the University of Delaware, which is in Newark, Delaware. Mm-hmm. I went down to Auburn University down in Alabama. And I was up home for the summer of 74 between our freshman and sophomore years in college. And he told me about this guy. He, you know, we would communicate during the school years and stuff about this guy named Springsteen. And lo and behold, on August in 74, he was to play a show at this place called the Stone Balloon. And it's a bar that it was a converted church. And um, and so I said, OK, yeah, sure, I'll go there. And and I went. And as they say, the rest is history. It was, <laughs> I was just totally, totally blown away started with um it was either she's the one or spirit and night one of those two i can't remember because again it was 50 years ago almost and there were several adult beverages involved but uh <laughs> but it was great it was i mean life-changing yeah yeah i mean that's how it usually starts right yeah. so but yeah. tell us yeah. about the time at auburn college when you were mistaken for bruce kind of like a claim to fame i love this, this that's is a great story, story. <laughs> Um, well, well, one of the things that my friend John told me, you know, that, okay, I had long, curlyish hair. I had a shaggy beard and I'm only five, nine and I weighed maybe 145 at the time. So you get that image in your mind. And then, and John said, you know, you look like this spring. And then when I saw him, I said, Hey, wow. Yeah, we do look alike. So it was in 1976. Springsteen was coming to Auburn. It was his chicken scratch tour. And I was about the only one around who ever heard of him being from Jersey and Auburn is down deep Alabama. And one of my fraternity brothers was in a band. They had a battle of the bands. It's where bands perform before all these fraternity offers fraternities and the fraternity say, yeah, we'd like you hire for you for one of our parties and, and this and that. And to this day, I swear to God, I don't know what spurred me or any of my fraternity brothers saying we went into our, our, our brother who was the in the band and said, hey, let's spread the word that Bruce Springsteen's coming to campus to check it out before the show. <laughs> so he made the announcement. <laughs> and this was a Saturday. And so Bruce, a.k.a. me, was going to show up <laughs> Friday, the following Friday, which was the, the show was going to be on Tuesday, May 11th. So that was so Friday, the 8th, 7th, whatever it was, was our day of destiny mm-hmm. and uh, so 
I had a I had an earring. I you know I was, and the shaggy hair. I even had the the floppy hat that he wore back then. I had exactly that. So I got a couple of my fraternity brothers. To, they acted like escorts. <laughs> um, and other people in our fraternity were stationed around the main building on campus where I, I was going to walk and to, to say, look, there he is. Cause they were, you know, obviously they heard the rumor, so to speak. And so they were going to get the ball rolling. And, and so we strolled through campus and, or through that part and, and, uh, got, got a little bit of attention, did a interview on the campus radio station. <laughs> um, uh, signed a petition to um uh oh shoot i forget what the petition was oh and since it was 1976 um a couple of sorority people came up to me and invited me to a high centennial party not bicentennial high centennial party <laughs> and uh so it, and it just and we did, went through it and went to the quote arena to scope it out and went back to the attorney house go Pardon my French, but what the hell did we just do? <laughs> wow. Well, I do have to say, so you sent pictures. And when I looked at this picture, it is extremely obvious. The dude, you are the dude who looks like Bruce. Yes, it is. You absolutely <laughs> look like Bruce in the pictures you sent me. So I can, I get that. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> So, and one of the pictures I had had on the had the hat on backwards. It almost looks like a beret. Cause so I kind of wish when and that was with the campus newspaper. They invited me, uh, or they interviewed me, and uh, <laughs> later this is after the after you know there was a fake student full or fake singer full student. Yeah, nice alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but then you actually had an interesting meeting. With the man himself. Yeah. So tell us yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, okay. It was the day evening of the concert and uh, my date and I, I was, I was in full, full blown gear, um, leather jacket and, and everything. And uh, we, I wanted to go to the arena and I wanted to meet a guy named Skip Bishop who's involved to this day in the music industry in Nashville, but he was our student government association entertainment director. <laughs> and he's the one who brings all the concerts. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to go meet him, say, hey, you know, would there be a chance of, you know, you of me meeting Bruce? And so we tried the doors around the Coliseum. None were open. So I said, I told my date, Cindy, let's, let's go around the back. So we went around the back, we, you know, where the buses always park. Mm -hmm. And uh, just walking through there, and there were you know, a bunch of people, out, a bunch of guys throwing throwing a baseball around, having a catch and stuff, you know, I, and I just thought that, you know, the crew or whatever, I mean, these were, you know, long hair, you know, and uh, shaggy looking guys and, and uh, walking up to the back door of the arena. I, I hear this, Bruce, Bruce, hey, look at this. <laughs> and my, my blue jeans nearly turned brown at that sound. Uh, <laughs> and, and I turned around and I see, I see him coming to me. Um, and it's, it's amazing. I just, He's wearing a yellow Bad News Bears T-shirt <laughs> and green Army fatigue pants, huh, wow. and walks up, and I'm I, I'm I'm frozen, <laughs> and he uh, we we look eye to eye meet, and I say, hey, how are you? He say, Hi, how how you doing? You know, in a, in a gravel, gravelly type voice, how you doing? I said, good, and then, uh, and 
and we have a little idle chatter. And then a voice, and I swear it was Stephen, goes, look, even the noses. And <laughs> we both had that same type of, um, not a Roman nose, but, you know, kind of, kind of a bump nose. And uh, we both looked at him and you know, we both gave him the same type of look. You know, you, you smart, Alec. And, uh, but yeah, we're, I mean, we're the same height, eye to eye. Um, you know, he was skinny Bruce back then. And, um, and, you know, so we just talked that, you know, you hear what happened said, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> and so that was my blessing. <laughs> wow. And, That's uh, really cool. so we, again, we chatted a little bit. He said, Hey, I've got, we got to go. We got to get ready for the show. You come into the show said, yeah, Oh yeah. I said, okay, we'll, we'll meet. We'll meet. I'll, I'll see you after the show. Go, oh, okay. Sure. So then, you know, went, did, did the show. You had about 1,500 people there. And, and what they did, they, it, they curtained off part of the arena to make it not look as big. And, and, and he put on, he put on a, a you know, normal hell of a two and a half hour, three hour show. And it, it was, it was awesome. Have you, have you met with him since, have you seen him since then? I mean, in person. No, uh, no, I, I tried twice. Um, one time in Philly, uh, it was in 78. I went back home after graduating, couldn't find a job in Alabama. So I went back home to Jersey to, to land a job at a, um, at a newspaper. And my friend and I, we, we walked around, found the tour bus. And so we went up to the tour bus, knocked on the door and the guy opened it up and you know, the look he gave me, I said, is Bruce here? He says, no man, he's in the arena. This is at the spectrum. This is the August 78th spectrum. I said, Oh, okay. So then we just went on into the show and, and uh, then another time was in um, 85. I, I was living in Norfolk, Virginia. And I took my son and I to the arena before, and my son was three. So he was on my shoulders and, and we're, I was hoping the, the band, the vans carrying the band would stop outside and they would walk in. But what it was, the vans drove right into a garage area of the arena. So they didn't have to stop. And so we, we got to see him and in, in the van, he, he nodded and then Clarence looked over, saw my son on my shoulders and me, he had a big wave. And, but again, that, that, that was it. That was, that was really closest until, until, um, his second Broadway tour. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't meet, but we, because it was, it was COVID. He, he wasn't meeting or anything, anybody on that tour. So when he got out of his car, he, he saw everybody smiled and waved and he looked, looked right at me and I got his picture and, and that was it. But you know, there's, there's, there's no resemblance now at all. That was, that was, that was it. (laughs) Gotcha. Okay. So, bud, what is your favorite album? Um, it, it has to be born to run. That's when I really, really got into it, but I'm, I've been leaning heavily lately on letter to you because Mm -hmm. of the, um, finality and, and, um, you know, with, with ghosts and such, you know, um, like my, my father just passed a couple of days ago. I've lost a couple of classmates. So it's, and you know, like like he wrote it, it, it's really, you know, really affecting because I'm 67. So it's really, you know, affecting me. Um, in, in a diff- in a different way than, than Born to Run did, obviously. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, we talk about that all the time. How we we've gotten older with yeah. Bruce, so we understand. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, um, it's re- it's really you know we grew up together, kind of. Right, exactly. <laughs> yes, yeah, and now we're growing old together. <laughs> yes, we're all growing old together. <laughs> um, do you have no, a fa- we're, 
Sorry? We're seniors. We're seniors. We're not growing old. We're senior. We're experienced. <laughs> okay. All right. However, uh, you, whatever, you, whatever you say. Um, what's you your, what is your favorite Bruce song? Um, well, Born, Born to Run Again, um, it just really, really appealed to me. And then Independence Day. Um because I had a father-son relationship similar to his. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't have a guitar. I wouldn't, but uh, I had the, the longish hair, and and, um, and my my dad was a factory worker um, in Jersey. Just growing up in Jersey, so and, you know that's that's I think what kind of drew me to Bruce's music. We've got a lot of parallels grow, growing up, and um, and so it, it was really. And then you know when my dad died, it, you get a whole different feeling an outlook on this person that you really didn't get along with. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, you see other people's impression of him and going, well, yeah, I guess, I guess they're, they're right. So it, it kind of opens your eyes and opens your mind to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I understand that. Um, so yeah, how many- it, 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 it is not opening. It, it really is. It's, it's- yeah. yeah, it is. How many times have you seen Bruce in concert? Um, yeah, I tried counting that. I, I know of at least a dozen. Um, um, I'm not sure if it's more or not, but I mean, it's been from Nashville to Birmingham to Virginia to Philly to, uh, Atlanta, um, and little, little Auburn. If we want, if you want to count that band show in, uh, Newark, Delaware, that's, 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 you know, that's another one. Um, it was a concert, but you know, not, you know, he was, he was still a bar band <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, I, I probably about a dozen. Probably about okay. a dozen. That's respectable enough. Yeah. Um, do you have, keep you're yeah, allowed yeah. to stay. You're allowed you're to stay allowed, in the club. Yes, yes. You're still allowed <laughs> to stay within our club. Um, do you have a favorite opening and closing song for a show that you would love to hear? Um, on a personal level, either "Letter to You" or "Ghost" for this new tour coming up. Yeah. Um, or yeah, like I said for. But also because he hadn't played, obviously hadn't played that in concert yet, except for, you know, SNL. Right. Um, closing, I, I really, I really, really love when he closes with Troy Medley because that just, that sends everybody out on an upbeat. Um, I know it's not his music, but it's, but still the way he plays it, he makes, he makes it his music. Like, yeah. um, like tracks. Not his song, but he made it his song. Jersey, Jersey Girl, Girl not, not his, his song. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Mhm. Cool. I agree. So, do you have a favorite band member other than Bruce? Um well, Clarence, uh because when we met after the show at backstage, oh, in fact, when we went backstage after that show, he signed both my time and I had time and Newsweek with who was him on the cover and he signed them both, but they wow. they've since been lost to the ages. Mm. Oh no. Yeah. And but Clarence was so cool. Um okay, okay you well Bruce invited me to go with them on the next leg of the tour to New Orleans. And this is my one, one regret in life. I said, no, I'd love to, but I've got class. Huh. And to this day, I'm thinking, wow. I was not an AB student. I was just a C student, a BC student. I'm going, what was I thinking? Yeah. I, think, I think maybe that is just so blown by it. But, uh, but I don't want to disparage Clarence, but um, he said, would you like to come out and have a smoke with us? I said, oh, no, no, I don't. He goes, wow. 
just like Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> you look like him and so, you don't smoke like him. him. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, Bruce doesn't do drugs. No. But, uh, but Clarence was, I, I met Gary. I met him at, uh, at a show. He plays with a group called the Long Players in uh, Nashville. Mm-hmm. And they're studio musicians who cover songs. And I met him with a show and we had a nice chat. He was great. And I met Vinny um, just a couple just a couple weeks ago at the Seaside Serenade in uh, Asbury um, with, with all the spring nuts. And Vinny, Vinny was so cool. I didn't realize how tall he was. Yeah. Um, but he was, he, he was very, very cool. So yeah, he is a cool know, one, one of those, my, my dream is to meet Steven. I just want to pick his brain politically. He, his, <laughs> his, his politics are just so to me, so neat. I mean, I had the Sun City uh, song. Um, I've got his book. Um, he's, yeah, I, I, he's somebody I'd like to sit down with for a couple hours and and shoot the bull with on on politics. Cool, cool. Okay. Do you have a favorite opening line of a song? Um. Yeah, and um, and here we go back to my fallback. And yeah, in the day we sweated out on the streets of a runaway American dream. Gotcha. It's just you know because that like, again that song just drew me in even though that's not I, he didn't play it in 74 but he did in, in the 76 toward Auburn and that and that just that just drew drew me into it and and then you know whenever I you're born to run crop up anywhere um I, I stop I you know if it's playing when I pull into somewhere in my car I wait till it's over before I get out of the car <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah yeah it's a pretty awesome song yeah it, it really is and, and it was the youth youth anthem of New Jersey, and uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. And so that, so that, yeah, so that, that was that was it's, yeah. It's very very cool, very powerful, and I just and when I hear it more, the orchestration for somebody his age, yeah, to make so comp with the instruments and and the and the lyrics. Just I mean, it's just it's almost to me that whole album is like a rock opera, a Tommyish, yes, um, yeah, not not in the length because. Tells the story from beginning to end. Yep, and it's it's just it's just amazing, amazing yeah. artist. Artist. But where in Jersey did you grow up? Um, the town's called Pennsville, P-E-N-N-S-V-I-L-L-E. It's on the Delaware River, um, down river from Philly. Um, so you know everything up there is William Penn. Uh, mm-hmm. um, exit exit one A at the Turnpike. You cross the Delaware Bridge, coming from a. Wilmington, yeah. and you hang a right, and you're in my town. Gotcha. You you have go outside. Yeah, you go outside my parents' house. Look down the street. You see the Delaware River. So we're oh, you know, wow. We're a uh, and and it's a it's a it was it was a factory town. The factory's gone. I mean they. I mean it is literally gone. They it was a major Dupont plant, and it has been reduced. Uh, like wow. twenty years ago, they just tore it tore it down, hmm. and it's a it's a struggle it's a struggling struggling small town now it's like a burst song mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yep. yeah 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 it's a, it's, it, it's that's crazy. what's happening to every small yeah. small yeah. american town yeah yeah so but what is the first do i should say do you remember the absolute first bruce song you ever heard um yeah it was before the show because my um, best friend had Greetings and um, and Wild and the Innocent, the two, those two albums, or actually those two cassette tapes, <laughs> and uh, and he and he 
put one on and it, you know, and the first one was greetings. I was blinded by the light. So that, that had to be the first, the first one. I'm just, just going by, since that's what he played me first for me to hear this guy that he wanted me to go see. Wow. Um, so it had, had to have been blinded by the light and, you know, man, mad drums running Indians in the summer. I'm going, what the hell is this guy singing about? Yeah. And then, but then you go, you go on and catch it and, and it, it, it's really cool. And then, you know, you know, followed up with Wild and the Innocent and you know, Kitty's back and, and Wild Billy Circus. I mean, it's just, it's just a whole lot different than, than music was in 73, 74, 75. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there a Bruce song you've never heard live, but you would like to? Um, well, okay, we won't count letter to you, right? No, no. Because <laughs> I'm pretty no, sure if you go next time when he tours, you'll hear yeah, it. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, yeah, at least a couple from there. Yeah. But for, for one, re- I don't recall ever hearing Kitty's back. Hmm. And I've heard that you know, on CDs, and I heard, I forget which which one I have of live thing. And it's like, he, he stretched it out nine, ten minutes long. Yeah. And yeah. I, I know for sure if I that before, I would, I would remember that. And right. it's just like I said, and that's from his second, you know, the early blues. And I just, you know, that'd be, that'd be one that I'd really like to hear this band do. Yeah. So, but what other artists are you into? Um, well, lately, um, I guess it's kind of, kind of an offshoot the Delavantes. They're a Americana band out of, a out of Nashville, Gary Talent produces their their album, and he's he's their bass player. Um, and uh, 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 the Box Masters, and they're they're an Americana band. Billy Bob Thornton is their lead. Oh, and okay. Yeah, they and he he is amazing. They they are they're they're really good. They're 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 there. Um, um, on on the fringe, I've seen. Chicago three or four times. I've seen the who three or four times. So, so I'm, I, I like that type of music. So it's, I guess it's kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm across the spectrum, <laughs> you know, going from the who to Chicago to Springsteen to the Delvantes. Yeah. Really? Masters. It, it, gotcha. maybe, it, maybe it's just, they're all good words. They're all good lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. But so my wife and I, we got my my wife and I got married about five years ago, and "Color Color My World" was was our was our song. Oh, that's oh, sweet. That's, that's such sweet. a sweet song. Yeah. So. Yes. Yes, it's like the perfect wedding song. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think they. I think that band has said that it was <laughs> okay. Well, cool. <laughs> but thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate you taking the time out of your day, and that's all the time that we have. Remember to check us out on our Facebook page for The Love of East Street and check out all of our episodes wherever you stream your podcasts. We are sponsored by Donna J Skincare, an all-natural anti-aging skincare company that believes your skincare should care for the health of your skin. Signing out from the swamps of Jersey. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.